Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tribe Method Podcast, where we help gym owners, coaches, and trainers run better businesses and inspire healthier humans. My name is Evan Bardis. I'm your host and the head of marketing here at Tribe, a powerful gym management platform designed to help you build your fitness community. Now, let's get started. And on this episode, we interview former Navy SEAL and multiple-time games athlete Josh Bridges, as well as multiple-time CrossFit Games athlete Dan Bailey, who are both fitness freaks and overall good dudes. We jam on everything from training principles to injury and recovery to the inflection point of determining if you want to pursue a career in fitness as a competitor. Um, at, at what point are you deciding to do that and move forward? So anyone looking to do that, this is a perfect episode for you. So, yes, this is uh, Google wired actually google autocomplete with uh josh bridges and dan bailey we're gonna look <laughs> at google's most searched terms i can read them actually i can kind of see it oh good i'm gonna peel off this first one dan bailey is dan bailey retired never never retired absolutely not especially after this guy talks me into never being retired when i had some doubts this year That's so right. um no, I don't think I'll ever stop like training a lot. And it's just part of who I am right now and it's part of what I'll do and then if fun competition comes up, I'll probably jump in it no matter how old I am. So, no, I am not retired, I would say. Sweet. Next one? Yeah, next one. Does Dan Bailey play for the Cowboys? No, because I am the real Dan Bailey. <laughs> um, Dan Bailey uh does CrossFit and works at Rogue Fitness and does good dudes things and, you know, hangs out with Reebok and Rogue Fitness. So, uh, but no, the confusion there is awful because I get tweets whenever the other Dan Bailey misses field goals, and now he plays for Minnesota, I'm pretty sure. He was with the Cowboys, oh, really? uh, the kicker for the Cowboys, and now he plays for uh, Minnesota. But I'll get uh, hacked on pretty bad when he misses, so, <laughs> yeah, on my Twitter account. What happened to Dan Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. I'm sure we'll answer that later. A lot of things <laughs> happened in 2018. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. Who is Dan Bailey Ooh, dating? Oh, my goodness. Let's get into the good stuff. Yeah. Everyone wants to know. Yeah, I keep those things close to the chest, so we're just going to pass on that one. I mean, I uh, can say it some wonderful people. Yeah, her wonderful I, person. I <laughs> What team does Dan Bailey play for? This goes back to the <laughs> second question. Uh, Dan Bailey plays for Rogue Fitness, Reebok, uh, Beyond the Whiteboard, and such. Are you sure that's what they're asking? <laughs> yeah, right now he <laughs> plays for the Minnesota Vikings, the other guy. Where is Dan Bailey now? Watt on the waves. Boom, easy day. Bailey's at. There it is. Sweet. Great questions. I think that what team does Dan play, Bailey play for is not. Could have been answered differently. I don't think it's talking about. We actually <laughs> juggled that a couple times. We weren't sure <laughs> if we are going to include that one. We are like, listen, Google says it. Yeah. People want to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Josh Bridges. Is Josh Bridges married? He is not. Great question. <laughs> Josh Bridges. Is Josh Bridges related to Jeff Bridges, which. That's funny because I get Jeff Bridges all the time. I'll get people saying, hey, Jeff, I actually have one on this on Water on the Waves here today. They're like, Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> I normally don't respond, but I did this one, so that was good. I'm not related to Jeff Bridges. Nash Bridges, though. Does Josh Bridges drink alcohol? True. I could answer that one. Fact. <laughs> not as often as I used to, uh, but I still have the occasional IPA. 
What does Josh Bridges wear? Nike. Nike and Rogue. <laughs> what else? I mean, a Speedo? <laughs> what does Josh Bridges do for a living? Right now, I'm a CrossFitter. That's it. Uh, former Navy SEAL. Um, once I got out of the military in October 2015 and just been living the dream ever since, doing, you know, living the CrossFit life. What does Josh Bridges eat? Ooh. Well, um, right now I'm kind of eating pretty clean, uh, but I eat a lot of cookies. I eat burritos. I eat pizza. I eat hamburgers. Um, but when I'm not eating those amazing things, I'm eating steak, chicken, sweet potatoes, eggs, and toast. <laughs> those are about the staples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, there's literally a million gym management softwares out there, and so our kind of ethos is uh, is certainly being a lot more human, and as cliche as that sounds, one of the ways we try and do that is, is by getting here and not asking. Uh, so tell us about um, how the Navy SEAL training has translated <laughs> into being a competitive athlete, so <laughs> that type of thing. Um, and uh, don't yeah, yeah we're we're looking for non cookie cutter. That's kind of why we started with that, and then we'll do the <laughs> merry date kill thing, which I think is pretty funny, um, and just uh, just roll right into more serious questions. But we don't want to hold you here all night, so it should be pretty quick. Let's crush it. All right, merry death kill. Yeah, yeah, uh, CrossFit athletes version. So I'll oh uh, boy, boy, this is gonna get bad. <laughs> All right, yeah, not trying to start too much up, but yeah, okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to play a version of Mary Date Kill with CrossFit Games athletes. The options, however, are going to be changed to swap bodies, conjoined twins, and fight. <laughs> and what that essentially means like is it. who would you prefer to swap bodies with? Yes. Uh, if you had to, uh, who would be your conjoined twin? Okay. And, of course, who would you fight? Yes. Uh, Josh, yes. why don't we just start with you? We'll go down the line. Let's do it. Uh, swap bodies with, man, there's some good looking dudes out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a great question. Trying to, I would swap bodies with Brent Fikowski just one day, you know, just to be tall. (laughs) <laughs> you totally stole mine. Like that's right where just, I was gonna go. Just one of it. Just yeah. one day. See what the air feels like up there. Yeah. You know? That's so funny. Um, who could be my twin? I would say. Ooh. I'd like to be joined with. Hmm. Man, these are good. Miko Salo. Miko Salo because that dude is a freak, and he's probably eating. I want you know. I want to. I want to be around him when he's eating his first baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ca- he can't deny it now. That's what I'm saying. You know. So then I'll be like, No, man, I saw you. I was you. there. I no, saw I you. Saw I was you. right next to you. We were you know attached at the arm, bro. <laughs> um, and then uh, fight. Who would I fight? Oh gosh, that's a <laughs> oh, great question. This is a long list. Yeah. Who. <laughs> How much time He's we got? Ready now. How much time we got? Uh, let's see. Adrian Bosman, or do I have Ooh. to say? Do I have to say an athlete? Um, you yeah, you have to say an okay, athlete. Okay, all right, all right. I have to. I want to pick the biggest, toughest dude, all right? Because I can't go after like somebody small or weak, like Dan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Asia Bartel. There you go. There's, yeah, there's a I love Asia. Asia's such a Asia's a, he's a good dude, a great and he's so big. I'm just gonna <laughs> climb up that big body, just pound pound on that face. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, I don't know. That, Perfect. Those, those are the only answers. All right. Dan. What are the questions again? Oh, who would I want to be? Who would I want to yeah, be? Yeah, swap bodies with? conjoin twins yeah. and fight. I'm stealing Josh's thunder, I'll swap bodies with Spencer Handel. There you go, yeah. I just want to know like what the what's like to stand there and like grab the tops of the people's heads. Hoop. Yeah, yeah, look at tops of people's heads. Just right down on everyone. That'd that aren't fantastic. kindergartners. Yep. <laughs> and then my next two are gonna be consecutive. They're gonna go together. I'll be joined with Josh. All right. Oh, because nice. we laugh at a lot of the same things and laugh really, really hard at a lot of the same yeah. things. Uh, but then because we would be conjoined, I guarantee we would fight yeah, all right. the time. Never, so never once. I mean, i got to pick the biggest, toughest guy. That's going to be Josh Bridges. There so it is, bro. I'll fight him. <laughs> you got to right find here. out what I'm made of. we by got the camera rolling. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that concludes this interview. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> then I actually have, like, a quick rapid-fire round, and then we'll roll into, like, the, the more standard questions, which are uh, not gym owner-focused, but certainly uh, more career-focused for you guys because uh, we're definitely interested in what you guys are up to. Uh, and I'll just uh, rapid fire this out to both of you, and you can answer one after the other. So, what's your favorite cheat meal? Burrito. Brownie with vanilla ice cream. Uh, if you could have a drink with anyone, dead or alive, who is it? Teddy Roosevelt. Jesus. Good answer. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Got it. Love that you laughed at that. Yeah. Terrible question. Terrible question. Terrible. Describe Dave Castro in one word. Amazing. Weak. See, <laughs> 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 amazingly weak. That's yeah, actually what we meant. <laughs> okay. Uh, rate your level of insanity 0 to 10. 0 is super normal, and 10 is full psycho. Uh, say that again? Sanity. Rate your My level of sanity. Oh, man. 1. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that means you're very sane. You're very, oh, you're very there. No, oh, I thought you meant oh, oh, yeah, 9 then. 9. <laughs> yeah. Roger. Yeah. Uh, if I'm Dan, a one. If I'm Danny, a nine and a half. <laughs> How do we meet Danny? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Too many painkillers. <laughs> all right, Comes all right. out when no one's looking. Yeah. All right, little, uh, actually, this one's great, too. Keeping up with the Kardashians is a great show. Is that true or false? I ne- I've never watched it. Who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very false. If time travel was possible, what would you tell yourself ten years ago? Pay the man. <laughs> oh, buddy, 10 years ago. Don't do that clean. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Right. 317 was plenty. <laughs> right. I love that. Exactly. All right. Uh, so we'll dive into some real questions. Uh, what's the worst injury that you have sustained, and how did you work your way back? Uh, disclo- dislo- completely dislocated my left knee in 2012. Uh, tore every, uh, every ligament except for the LCL, so ACL, PCL, MCL, meniscus. Um, just stayed in the fight, you know, just never never doubted myself that I would be able to come back uh, and went after every single resource I could find out there, you know, and, uh, yeah, ended up taking seventh the next year of the game, but I was pretty stoked about that. I uh, ruptured my quan- quad. Quan? Quan? Mm, I ruptured my quad tendon back in March, and so I've been dealing with the rehab for that for the past year, and, uh just kind of understand, and I mean, it's some of the same thing. Like, I can come back, and I just have to earn it. It's just how it has to has to be. Great. Now that we have sanctionals, at what point can someone who is uh, an upcoming, say, local athlete decide to become 
a dedicated competitor? When they qualify? Uh, it's, uh, it's tough, you know, like that's a, that's a tough thing. These sanctionals are going to be, <laughs> they're tough, man, because you can't go in and take fifth, you know. You have to go in and take first. And you got, I couldn't tell you the number of games athletes. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of last year. My regional last year, there is 18 prior games athletes and only five spots to go to the games that year. So now we're looking at 16 spots out of those sanctional events, you know, to go. So it's going to be a, a long road, uh, a long hard road for guys that aren't, you know, haven't been involved in the sport already. Um, until those guys start to get a little older, and, man, you're just going to have to freaking work. And you have to be a workhorse, and you're going to have to be a, a great athlete. You know, I mean, it's not going to be an easy task. It'll be interesting to see who the first is, to be honest. Like, th I didn't know um, one of the names that the Wadapalooza drew. Wayman? Wayman, yeah, I'd never heard of him. Okay. Had you? Uh, I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, I've okay, so I w that that was actually a shocker. I'll uh, I don't know what he ended up taking it overall. But um, I think he was—he wasn't top three, but still, I mean, he was. His name was up there for a while, and I was actually like, I don't even know who that guy is. That's pretty impressive. It's gonna start gonna be coming a thing where new people are popping up, and you're gonna have that moment where you're like, who, who is that? Yeah, person? who is that guy? Yeah. yeah. What, what was the question again? When? Uh, yeah, I mean, when when does someone decide, like a local athlete, decide to become uh, a dedicated competitor? Now that they have, you know, a lot like that to complete to compete with. I mean, yeah, you. One, it just—it takes like you have to understand that it just. It you have to sacrifice so much. Like that's just that's number one. Like you have to be able to be willing to give up a lot. Like you have to be willing to if you have it in that perspective, you know. I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, if you want to make it, it's not. It can't be about trying to get sponsored or trying to get anything. Like it just has to be about I want to be the best at this, and that's right. it. You know what I mean? And then in terms of when you're gonna know, I feel like you'll know. Uh, man, I was gonna say like if you're not doing super well in the open, but there's plenty of athletes who are just weak and like the open category weaker in the open category but then do well at regionals and well at the games um if you can't i mean if you're not even qualifying into some of the sanctionals like if you work at this for a year or two and you're really dedicating your life for it and you're not even making it into one of those events then it's probably not a career long thing for you because i mean the talent you have to have the talent has to be there period just like you're playing the nba and you're not above you know six foot six like good luck i mean you better have some talent somewhere else so and it also depends on wh what country you're coming from yeah what country <laughs> you know are you coming I mean? from like, yeah if you're in the united states man it's <laughs> <this is laughs> yeah, gonna be a hard. long hard road <laughs> right if you're in one of these other countries it might not be so hard i don't tanzania. know yeah you know? that's true right. if, you're in, if you're in tanzania where you're at. with a crossfit like, box and you can win the open in tanzania you know you're going to the game right. so get, you know get your citizenship somewhere else <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i would say in the u.s that's <laughs> perfect um all right, is it possible to train independently and still be connected to a gym? The reason that that question actually has a little bit of backstory, and it's generally because, you know, a lot of what I think gym owners seek and certainly what, what gym management softwares aspire to is to help people build communities in their in their center, I mean, in their uh, box. And, you know, sometimes when you have athletes who are, you know, certainly competitive, there's a level of isolation I think that's necessary for that. There's the dedication I think comes with it. And I don't know if, if being inside that community helps or hurts, and I, I think that's a very interesting question. Yeah. I don't think that you can't be um, away from it because you can still be involved in the community aspect of it and still train individually, right? Uh, you know, because everyone that goes into a gym has different goals. And so just because your goal is different than the person next to you doesn't mean you can't have camaraderie with them, right? Because that's, I mean, it's the same thing in the military. I mean, you can still have camaraderie with, you know, people who aren't in the same service as you but you still have that same 
um, you're in the same mindset, right? Where you're you're going in and you're punishing yourself, whether it be for just to be in shape, be a better, uh, you know, have a better health, be in better health, or have a better life. Or if you're going into it for the competitive aspect, you can still be involved in the community aspect of it. It doesn't mean that you are gonna, you know, have the same workouts, but you know, you're still in the same environment, right? You're still sa sharing that uh, that camaraderie where you know you're you guys are suffering together. Maybe this guy's, you know pushing it at different levels or whatever but it doesn't matter you can still i think you can i think it's you're just gonna that one guy's probably just gonna be in the gym a lot longer than the other guy <laughs> uh i would say yeah i would say you definitely can um train on your own and have success but i think that community aspect is definitely one of the most important things like training either with another group of people or with other people around um Coming where I came from, I, I trained at a CrossFit Legacy in Barberton when I first started. That was the gym that I went to, and the sessions that I had there were the most important because that's where I was the most competitive because I was trying to beat other people, whether I was doing more weight, whether I was, you know, doing a scaled-up version of the workout versus someone who was doing – I still wanted to win, you know. It's the old adage of if you're rowing and even if your dog looks at your rowing monitor, you're going to start rowing harder. You're going to, you know, you're going to push a little bit harder just with somebody else in the room, even if you're doing a different workout. Um, but then – you know, if you're going to be a competitive athlete, there's going to be have to be at some point you're going to have to be on your own doing things. That's just part of it. That's part of, you know, doing extra interval work, stretching, whatever it is. You got to take ownership and some responsibility of that if you really want to make it to the top. Heck yeah! And going back to that competitive athlete question and, and kind of what you were talking about there, was there a point in time where you guys can remember about yourselves when you were like, wow, you know, I, I could be pretty good at this? Was, was there a, a breakthrough moment where you figured out? You know, if I if I start ripping out distractions and focus solely on this, I get a real chance to do something special. Um, yeah, it was prior to the games even being in, exi in existence. So <laughs> yeah, you've been doing CrossFit since oh five. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just remember being like, "This is really fun. This is really cool." And the competitive side of it was awesome. And I was like, you know, and back in the day, you know, you you exactly that was what drew me to it was the competitive side of it. And then when they made made it into a sport, I was like, "Oh wow, this is really cool. I'd like to go do this." 2007 didn't work out. I, was, I joined the military that year. Um, 2008 didn't work out. I was on the, um, in, a, in SQT, so that wasn't even a thought. And then once it did become, I was like, I was kind of still, I kind of followed the games as, as the years went past, and I just was like, yeah, I think I can do, I think I'd still be, I think I could do well at this, you know. And then 2011, I took my shot, you know, so. Turned out pretty well for you. Did all right. <laughs> did all right. Um. I'm sorry. What was the question again? Um, so what I'm was just soaked into your answers, Josh? <laughs> did you have a moment? Tell us about your moment. Dan. <laughs> did you have a moment when you were like, you know, what I can be pretty good at this? Yeah. Um, <coughs> one was, uh, you know, a guy who who showed me what CrossFit was, or talked to me about CrossFit when I was just doing regular whatever bodybuilding, squatting, that kind of thing, and I I was running with the University of Akron track team at the time just for fun. Uh, I wasn't on the team. It was post-collegiate stuff just for fun because uh, I knew some of the guys there and uh, he told me about grace and I went in a gym and I think I did it in like 90 seconds or 95 <laughs> seconds the first time I ever did still it I mean a lot of real bad reps <laughs> I'm, sure. Nah. A lot of, I'm, I'm sure the clock's actually still running on nah, that, that grace. every rep was good um, and you know he stopped the stopwatch <laughs> and he's like yeah you're, you're coming to the gym tomorrow we need, to, <laughs> we need to get you into this and then I actually signed up for the the uh, at the time it was sectionals when all the there was no open in 2010. It was all the sectional competitions were run by like directors, uh, and at the time I'm pretty sure the sectionals and the regionals were run by Bill and Katie Henniger, owners of Road Fi Road Fitness, 
and the, the that was the first competition I signed up for. I signed up for it like 20 minutes before the expiration date, like 11:40. It was going to expire at midnight. You couldn't sign up anymore. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And uh, I ended up winning that competition. And uh, going to regionals that year didn't didn't do so hot in 2010. At first, I just didn't have the skill base yet. But um, doing as well as I did and having the encouragement from guys like uh, Graham Holmberg and other people who are in the sport that are like, hey, yeah, you need to pursue this. And that was kind of the moment of, yeah, let's get after this next year. And next year I won the Open. How about that? Wasn't that crazy? Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Someone would have just waited a little bit, not put their <laughs> score in. Could be a different story. Yeah. Hey, is, is there I a died for that victory. I, I was going to say, is there a clear strategy before between, like, when you put your times uh -oh. in and all that? Oh, I mean, yeah, I was just stupid. I, I knew I'd won the workout. I knew it. I mean, I thought there was a good shot I'd win that workout, and I did. He just had to make up the difference in between. He posted early, mm. and so then I had like, I don't know, 48 hours or so. No, no, was, I posted Sunday morning, so you had like six or you had like eight hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the workout once or twice, and I did really bad, and then he posted the workout, and they're like, you're like, you can take second, or you're about five reps away from taking first if you want to do this again. Right. And so I think I did it two more times in a day or something <laughs> like that. To be, I still wasn't anywhere close to his score, <laughs> but I just needed – X amount of reps to to get that. So but yeah, he got the victory. That's crazy. But I took home the two K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did. Uh I don't have a lot more. Um let's say this. What's next for you guys? What's next for you both this year? Uh and what you're planning on doing and you know, you can self promote or do whatever you want. Uh but I we're, I think everybody's interested, like what are the challenges you're facing or what are your what are your goals for the year and how are you tackling them? Uh yeah, right now, you know, just get through these surgeries. So I have a two part surgery coming up. First surgery is in February fifteenth, uh, on my left knee. Um once that once that first surgery heals, uh I go in and re uh basically reconstruct the knee, figure uh, all the ligaments. So, you know, healing process right now and then working on um uh, my programming, my mental and physical programming that I'm selling on my website, joshbridges.com. Um, and then also uh, doing a YouTube channel, uh, which is really cool. You know, growing that biz growing that side of the business as well. Um, and then rehabbing and, you know, hoping to get back, obviously, next year and, and get back into the competition mode. So, um, And then Good Dudes Coffee is coming. No, let's go. It's yeah. coming. Fired up. The for people that. have been waiting. It's oh my gosh, you just wait. The your people have been waiting. And it's coming. Dear people, your palate is yeah, not ready. That's for right. What's about to get? I'd say dropped in there. Next five months, it's coming. So, so by summer. Summertime, yeah. Excellent. You heard it first yeah. or second. <laughs> Good dudes, coffee. <laughs> it's coming back. What about um, you? What's next? I'm Ed, almost going to echo most of what Josh says. I mean, I'm still recovering. I had three surgeries this year. I had the quad tendon rupture. Knew I had a hernia at the start of the year, um, so I ended up having a double hernia repair after that, and also knew that I had a torn labrum in my left shoulder, um, which this was kind of the cascading effect to get the other two. It's like, you're down. You might as well just go get all zipped up. Um, and so just recovering from that, trying to get back, trying to do it as safe as possible. I'm in the dangerous zone of I can do a lot of things that I probably shouldn't do yet, so I'm trying to, like, temper myself and just recover Pace properly it. and you know, take it easy, know that got to take those baby steps to get back to where I want to be. But that's the biggest thing there. And then, uh, yeah, working on the Bailey program, I'm going to launch a site here soon called clangandbang.com, which is just going to be a strength and conditioning resource for people. So I'm really excited about that and working on that. Um, uh, seeing Josh's YouTube channel, he kind of motivated me to start putting together some content for my own. So that'll be coming soon. Um, fired up about that. And uh, the Good Dudes Coffee thing is something that yeah. I've been – talking with josh about he's the one who kind of got me 
on to coffee. I, I thought it was like dirt water, or mulch water. I'm like, whatever. You know, every time I came over to work out when I lived in San Diego, he'd always <laughs> brew me some espresso or yeah, something. That's right. He's I'm always like, my first floor, man. And he's like, oh, I would ask, can you put a little sugar in that? And he's like, I will not. And he <laughs> serves it to you, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's something that's cool um, that should be fun. And then uh, hopefully I can compete in the Legends event at Rogue Fitness in Columbus, Ohio uh, coming up. That would kind of be my, my goal to get back out on the competition floor first and then We'll see how that goes and see what comes after that. So, Awesome. Yeah. Listen, do you have any more questions, Eli? No. I've talked way too much. I, I know. I was saying in my head. It's the same thing. I was like, I was like maybe I should just pass in the phone. Just, and just be quiet. Why, like, we, why were we even here? Because he talked the whole time. I'm more for security. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pretty, yeah. In, ca in case things went crazy with the date Mary kill thing. I definitely stayed straight over here. Right. Yeah. In case things got out of hand, it's like, all right, good. Um, guys, that's it. Thank you awesome, so much. Man, really Thank appreciate it. Super Thank easy. So much. Thanks yeah, a lot, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks.